Oh, I love that our second ever podcast just starts with that. <laughs> all right, great, we're on. Yeah, yeah. So you emerge yeah, from the go. dust of organizing all of this around. So yeah, run us through the setup that you've just casually organized here. Uh, we've got four different microphones, which is a great time. We've got two different cameras. We've got three mic stands all plugged into a mixer. All the microphones are plugged into Honestly, a mixer. And, uh, I'm thinking I don't give a fuck. That's, <laughs> why, that's why we've got you. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that's really a good job. I love you in the, so much. In the middle of my work day, just <laughs> set up, you know, to see space got... today and just organizing all these chairs from this room <laughs> yes. to the room outside, Get me. back into Get this room. Me. Yes. <laughs> now I've got to try to make it pretty with lights. <laughs> yeah, but and I'm turning them on and off. Well and Dice is complaining about his microphone. Yeah. Every time. We try our best. You're going to deal with us. It's so good. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, it's just Amazing. a standard Thursday in the office. We did it. Yeah. So what I think would be really cool for the people at home, because although there's a lot of people with history coming into this, this is kind of also our first for us. Uh, we like we by the we I mean you two. Uh, are like two members of what like a seven or eight person business now which has been slowly building itself for six years mm. and we finally reached the point where we feel like we can come out of stealth and actually know who we are and have be reasonably confident we're not going to need to change anytime <laughs> in the future and we're like in the middle of the work day and you're not like people who just say a bunch of shit out loud and then throw things to other people to go get them done mm. you're like in the paint. Now, if you don't know what the term in the paint means, it's a basketball term. Just think about in the paint is the area on the basketball court where you can get dunked on. <laughs> Everywhere else in the basketball court, there's no risk of getting dunked on. And so if anyone ever says they're going hard in the paint, it can mean one of two things. Number one, they're dunking on heaps of people or they're trying <laughs> to go hard in the paint and they are getting dunked on. <laughs> and you have to, have, if you want to go hard in the paint, you have to risk both. Oh. Even like everyone gets dunked on, bro. Yeah, unless mm. you don't go hard in the paint. Yeah, but then you never get. To, but then you never. Well, no. Or you could just shoot really well. Oh, yeah. Probably outside of the three point. Yeah. Mm. Look at that. Life changed. Nice. But <laughs> <laughs> Dinos, you're not one of the three point shooters. This great. is so great. You're well, one the, of the hard in the paint people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you like? Yeah. 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 You made eye contact with me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'd love, like, oh. you know. Uh, it's it's the middle of well, it's we're nearly at the end of January. We've already run multiple programs. So like talk to people, you two. What does your job look like? When you show up to work every day, you know, you've got your two realms, your facility your facilitation realm and your business realm. Mm. Like what are you learning and where are you at do you think in your development? Because you guys are you all you three are gonna be on this podcast for decades, hopefully. Until we give it to someone else. And so like I think you people learning from your journey as you grow in your roles and as leaders will really help other people. And so back to you guys. I gotta shut up. Yeah, I guess it's been a big start to 2022, which is exciting. Um, yeah, we're like there are a lot of programs going on at the moment, which is awesome. We're like we finished up our blue belt program towards the end of last year in December. And then we've had the five weeks of embodiment for that. So there's been emails and calls associated with that. So the last one's actually tonight, which is exciting. A good little celebration. 
<laughs> and yeah, then we had our biggest event for DFE starting 22, which has been great as well. And then we're yeah, just the doing Divine Feminine Divine Experience. Feminine experience. Uh, which I'm so grateful that I got to lead for the very first time, which is awesome. Six months since the first one, since Matt ran it, led it. And then... Well, and also, how long have you been working here? Yeah, so I was just saying before we started recording, actually working here, I think it was around May that we had the call. So that's, what, seven, eight months? armbarred us into a job <laughs> i remember that we were trying to give you a job anyway and then it basically boiled down to higgy said he, he's going to go somewhere else if we don't give him a job I was like, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> moved to right, melbourne for three weeks came trust, back trust again. Oh, yeah, yeah so just to paint the picture for people because yeah. so you were a musician i mean you still are a musician always yeah. but you were a musician in march yeah. and here you are less than 12 months later and you just led what 140 people through this experience and this program around healing and love and becoming yourself and yeah living a life of wisdom that you want to live mm. and that was that for the first time less than one year in yeah it was incredible just so everyone knows we trained the fuck out of him by the way oh well when we get to me like he got stuck on my couch for all of lockdown yeah, yeah. So we've had an intense training yes session. very yeah. intense think yep. about like if you were trying to study brazilian jiu-jitsu for example and you lived with one of the best well, the best instructor in the world on yep. their couch and every day all they do is just wake up and do jiu-jitsu yeah it's like you're gonna get really good really fast yep and that was yep. pretty much what happened in may june last year which is awesome and then yeah just i'm so grateful to be able to have that space with dinos where i could just grow and mature and all my realms could step into the places and just there was so much spiritual growth within that but also just within myself like thinking back there were so many times where i just kept on choosing myself whereas in the past i just hadn't what does choosing yourself mean to someone who's no idea what the fuck that means, yeah, they do. What does that mean? So I like love walking this part of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Darnus. Yeah, I love you too, Sam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, choosing myself, no. Yeah. So for me, it was just trusting my intuition in every step of the way. And I think for so long, there'd been so many parts. So give me an example. Like, show me, take me into your day where there was a moment where you had to choose your intuition that was scary. Just pick any of them so people can see what mm, it's like. Great. Yeah, so it was the move to Melbourne. Great. In March last year, I was living in Bodno at the time. I was still doing a few little gigs here and there. Um, yeah, playing bars, restaurants, weddings, and then also starting to do some of my own just like spiritual growth and journey. And then I was part of this like leadership community that was heavily based down in Melbourne and had incredible friends with them. And we ended up going away together in March. And we went away for the weekend and it was like a beautiful experience. They were all just incredible humans. And I'm so grateful that we got to have that weekend away. But then I was down there and then I flew back up to Sydney afterwards. I was like, oh, I, my gut was just like, you need to move to Melbourne. So I was like, okay, I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. But I was like, oh, my gut's saying I need to move to Melbourne. So I like here's the thing yeah like, here's the thing that everyone sees there's no magic here you're just panicking you have no idea what you're doing so you yeah. just have to start googling shit yeah you just have to make it up yep <laughs> and you get most of it wrong 
But the fact that you, man, because what happens is you open a portal when you make a decision like that. When you're going to move city or yep. get a new job or there's so many examples of this of just people in their everyday life mm -hmm. where you come to this moment and you're like, oh, this boils down to me betting on myself. Yeah. If I'm going to do this, it's me betting on myself. Yeah. And you're choosing that. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. And that was where I was because I just felt so many parts of me being like, how are we going to make this happen? We're in a one-year lease. Like, what am I going to do with my bed and all my clothes and all my music equipment? It's like, yeah. where am I going to put it all? So, but I was like, oh, my gut said, like, move to Melbourne, my intuition. And I didn't want to be one of those people that always says, oh, I wish I'd listened to my gut. Oh, nice. Like, I just heard that phrase so many times. And then I was like, well, it's telling me to do this. I'm just going to make it happen. <laughs> So I did, like, broke the lease, found someone else to stay in the place. Yeah, no, that's, that's the bit that you broke the lease. Yeah. Because, see, I notice, because I've seen so many people do this thing that you've done that I can see mm. other patterns here. Mm. The thing that's so interesting is you move to Melbourne, but then you move back. Yep. But the fact that you were willing to break a lease, most people would not have broken the lease. They would have waited. Yeah. Mm. And when you wait, you're losing, like, time of self you're losing time on center yep. where you're in your center, like you're in your core as, you know, uh, First Nations people would say like social or emotional well-being. Like it's mm. all, as Susan was saying, you're in your core, you know, yeah. your core, your rhythm is, is in flow. Yep. And that makes a huge difference because if you would have waited, you don't, this doesn't happen. No. And so good for you, man. Like you, you jumped off a cliff and it worked. Yeah. And that was like like spiritual quiz by the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> not physical ones no, never, never. No. no 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 yeah and that was huge for me because i remember like even now like remembering back i remember sitting in my bedroom and like parts of me were just crying because i was like how are we going to make this work and like or just all the like mr anxiety and yeah i love how easily you melt <laughs> got his brow belt savage on the mat so then he says I was just crying. She's just crying on myself. the edge of my bed. Oh, I'm like, oh, we love you. <laughs> the Newcastle Nightmare. I've been tapping you this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I've tapped you both this morning. Yeah, you did multiple times yeah, as well. All the ways. It was so fun today. Oh. You just clearly pressed the forward button way more, and I was like, damn it, he has just been chilling. Damn it. Look, oh, this is finishing so much faster. No. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, I can't wait for you to join in, Michelle. You're gonna oh, love yeah, it. Yeah. So You're gonna love yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just every time. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was that was just a huge moment for me. And yeah, I moved down to Melbourne, stayed with a friend for a few weeks whilst I was down there. Well, like before that, I just like packed up all of my car with as much stuff as I could, like clothes and some speakers. I didn't have a job moving down to Melbourne. I was like, wow. I'll try and get some gigs. Good man. Like, Ooh. I'll just figure it out when I get See, there. What's happening uh, is yeah. everything that you're doing right now, you, I think, I think to, the way to think about back home is if you're a computer nerd like me, uh, <laughs> actually, I had to reform. Yeah, yeah, I had this conversation <laughs> with my wife. She was like, it was either me or the computers. I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing that these computer games, well, it's heaps of them. Yeah, even 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when you play computer games, there's this idea between a side quest and the main quest mm. and the side quest are things that are really fun to do and they teach you more to help you gain more knowledge and at the end of some side quests there's these really cool loot mm. right now every loot. now and then you have to do a side quest but you get really cool rewards if you do yep. side more quests. treasure yeah. right Coins. but the only way to finish the game is doing by doing the main quest mm. and they're yeah. very different 
Yeah. The main quest progresses your your character level up. So mm-hmm. to really think about that character. That's what you're doing in computer games. Your character is leveling up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll just change character from someone in the movie to your soul. Because mm. you're not in the movie, you're in real life. Mm. And so what's happening is getting a job and breaking the lease and all that shit. They're all side quests. Most people would take six months or they wouldn't go because they don't have the job, but they don't understand you've already chosen. And so you're not getting distracted by the side quests because you know, like when I dropped out of med school, the only reason I dropped out is because the thing that also tells me that I'm hungry told me to. Mm. I was like, yeah, okay. I'm not going to stop now. That would be strange. (laughs) And so it's like, yeah, cool. Okay, more this way. And so, but well done then because it's not, Fearlessness isn't what people think. Because mm. you yeah. were fucking fearful as fuck. Yeah, but well, then, 100%. Oh, yeah, man, me too. <laughs> I was so anxious before I dropped out of med school. Holy, I didn't sleep for yeah. five weeks before the decision. Mm. Of course. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, the fuck? Yeah. And it's, and still. Mm. And still. And still. It's like, and still, man. It's yeah. like, yeah, you felt all that and you just, you choose. You don't know if it's going to work or not. No. Mm. Dude, that's so cool. Had no idea. But it, it did. And I was even reflecting with Dinus the other night. It was like, oh, whilst I was down there, there were, what, two brotherhood events that we had for our yeah. community. And I ended up driving him around yep. <laughs> that first day. That, and that was like one of the first times I'd probably met you. Yep. Dude, I, this, that's so funny. Yeah. That's how I got a meeting with one of my the mentors who would have a lot of followers and people mm. would know about online. Yeah. It was, I never even thought to offer them a lift. Mm-hmm. and this it worked for me yeah i just would offer people because it's like but if you want to get good at anything other people are gonna like if you want to interact with anyone who has like expertise or wisdom by definition other people are going to want to be also talking to them yeah mm-hmm. and so there's two ways you can there are a couple of different ways you can learn jujitsu you could pay an inst- or any skill you could pay an instructor mm-hmm. You can go to your local gym or you can be lucky enough to have a friend like Dinus who already has all the skills. And so I don't need to pay for jujitsu and instructions. But the only reason we're able to come together is with all everyone in this room. Like I also have things that I can teach you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're here to co-design and co-create and be part of the team. And like we're all here to flow together. And so, mm. man, just mm. a huge well done. Because yeah, this is all like, what's this like after fifty years? Yeah, yeah, dude, he's not leaving. Eh? You're not leaving it. No one's leaving. No, too talent, too much talent here. Because I just realized that all well, so because there, there's business that there's two, there are a couple of different types of business, and one really important distinction is: is your business, does your business have funding or not? Mm-hmm. And well, the reason that that's so different is if you're looking to take investment you're trying by definition to grow your business as much as you can as fast as possible because mm. you're not trying to necessarily create a great product you're trying to get a lot of money by ipo mm. you're trying to get your founder yourself a huge payday as well as your mission and all the other things mm. and all of the investors that are giving you money their incentives are also for a big payday <laughs> this is why you find there's all these strangely ethically dubious monopolies that exist everywhere in the world it's because of all these artificial forces yeah mm. whereas for us we never built business like that and so i was always taught one way of business in books mm-hmm. 
another mm. way of business by people who've been in the trenches and often been burned by businesses, particularly when they don't work or they're like, it's bad. But then the other thing was like, I'm a scientist, well, I was a scientist and I'm a med mm. student. And so I just couldn't, I was pretty sure it just boiled down to people. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't have a business. You just got a bunch of people who communicate and make decisions together. And we just artificially create a boundary around some amount of hours of that and then call that a business. It's like, okay, cool. So it's people are cool. So many businesses, they're not businesses. They're like trade, trading assets. People mm -hmm. are assets to them. Same thing happens in the NBA. People just get, they get seen yeah. assets. Mm -hmm. Those teams rarely win. Yep. It's always oh. the teams who have culture. Mm. Now it's, it's not, yeah, it's, those analytics asset driven, they rarely win. Because how do you build a culture off that if everyone's an asset, if everyone's mm -hmm. expendable? Because I, I hope you guys, I hope we all, we're a great team. We should keep doing this. Yeah. We got yeah. a cool thing going on. I like my yeah. life. It's, it's a good time. Positive <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. going well. <laughs> and so I think the thing that's been so fun, you know, for me as someone who's retired now, but, you know, with Dinus as the leader, Mm. to see your growth has been so heartening for both of us. Mm. She's taught us a lot about what's possible. Tell more, talk more about that. Yeah, I mean, all the way from him sprinting up the stairs and then like being stuck on my couch and living, like we lived together, yeah. literally kind of like strangers. Like I, I met you that year, like 2021 was the first time I'd ever met Higgy in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and we, what we gave Higgy, we gave Higgy uh, one of our programs effectively for free. Oh, what? Yep. When and was not cheap. and it's not cheap at all, and it shouldn't be cheap because it's yeah, fucking it's awesome. amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like the second time I'd ever met you. Yeah. The third time. It was well, we're setting up for a podcast. Yep. Yeah, because just like the <laughs> founders of any like of jujitsu, obviously we want to spread the work. Yeah. It's like yeah. No, we understand we're the ones trying to help. Yeah. And so it's just mm. so wonderful, man. Mm. Yeah, you keep going. What a guy. Mm. Stuck on yeah. your couch because of lockdown. Yeah, and I could just COVID feel how like, yep. dedicated he was and how much service this was all about for you, man. And it was just so, so beautiful. I was just constantly impressed and how much you were just there for me as well. Mm. You know, it wasn't the, for parts of me, not the easiest year last night, last year. And mm. yeah, parts man, of me too. Yeah, you were fully there. And mm. yeah, that's why I like the question you asked him earlier on, because he says a lot of things like, oh, I just trust myself or just choose myself. <laughs> And when I double click, it's like, yeah, man, it is this feeling. Mm. And that's why I've been really inspired mm. by Higgy. But it's also the slowing down. And this is, the, there's so much BS in the world about how to love yourself. Mm. And anyone who's ever trying to teach you to speed up, go faster, conquer more, achieve more, get out mm. there, all that shit. The way to, th you know, in any sort of engagement, let's say we're on the mats together, all you're trying to do is speed me up. Because the second I'm sped up, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm finished. Because mm. you're just out. <clears throat> Our information systems, yours is just mine's finished. And so, why are we always trying to speed it? Why are we doing that to ourselves? Yeah. Mm. Why are we trying to speed ourselves? Why would we treat ourselves like that? Because we're treating ourselves like you would treat someone in combat. Mm. And then you start mm. to think about our culture of attacking and shredding and dominating or and conquering. And think about how much is out there control. Try and control your mind, control your emotions. No, and none of that's ever going to work. Mm. And so, the piece that's underemphasized in a lot of places, absolutely not everywhere, is the idea of slowing down. Mm. Now, there are other places, First Nations places, Eastern cultures, where slowing down is the starting point. And if you haven't slowed down, shut up. <laughs> and how does that, what does that mean about our white spiritual heritage? I speak for myself, for my white spiritual heritage, mm. right? Mm. Like I have spirit. Anyway, so yeah, keep going. 
about how awesome he is. That's how we work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter where we are. We're here. Bro, you're awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. We don't need to speed up or go anywhere. We're good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just so impressed. Um, just how fast you've taken on more and more responsibility mm. within the organization. You know, recently becoming the general manager. Yeah. And for me, you know, mid last year becoming the CEO, it's been just a huge help for you, from you, man. Yeah. Dude, you have no idea how helpful it is as a leader. Like as someone, because you see things when you're the leader that no one else sees. And that mm. our whole culture is built around letting that idea go, which is why I retired. And one of the most amazing things about our work is I don't need to be here. And that's ridiculous. There's just not many mm. other places who even try and do yeah. what we're doing who've done that yet. And so the ability that you have and we have now to work as a team is amazing. Mm. And it's because of this work and this idea that we have that it actually isn't as complicated as you think. And it really is these really simple truths you've heard your whole life about loving yourself and mm -hmm. being yourself and slowing down and literally trusting your gut. And at the bottom of every successful, quote unquote, artist, whoever it is, from Billie Eilish to any athlete you know, they always just boil down to, I don't know, I just trust my gut and work hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, man. And the other big <laughs> thing is, and what's kind of unique Sorry, that's, that's sorry. The reason that things are different, I just thought up my thread. There's a clip you can watch on YouTube. Maybe we can even put it up in this bit where you see an F1 driver. Mm. Uh, you see the world record of pit the, stop the pit changing. stop. Yeah. It's 2.4 seconds. It's the yeah. Red Bull team. Yeah. I encourage everyone to watch Formula it back home. One. And, yeah. uh, one of our, like two of our team members were involved in cultural training at their organization about that experience. What does it teach you? And we did this to our community. What does it teach you? You know, teamwork, synergy, everyone knows their role. You go down the list that they celebrate at the end, that they've clearly done a lot of work, that they all know what they're like. All the common things come up. And the one thing that I never hear anyone say is this is 2.4 seconds of a multiple hour race where there's only one person risking death. Mm. And it's the driver. Mm. No one cares if we break the world record if he loses the race. And mm. that's the difference between your role mm. and your role. Because at the end of the day, it is, you are the CEO. <laughs> it stops there. And we're so happy and comfortable to be around that culture because you are at all times, if we just think about your consciousness, the amount of time you are dedicating to this is the most, mm. you know, in terms of this organization and where things need to go. And so as a retired one guy in the driver's seat, Dude, it, you just have no idea because it teaches us how we were because mm -hmm. I didn't, like he didn't get himself <laughs> yep. as a student and I didn't get myself as a student. Yeah. And so then we get people like you and also people like this magical yeah. being over here. It's yeah. like, oh no, because it can just be simple and it doesn't need to be difficult. Yeah, It can just be simple. So yeah, man, just it's so fun because one of the things when you get to the level of the driver is you know, our organization is already so big. Dynas doesn't know what's happening everywhere and he can't. And from this moment forward, it's just higher degrees of uncertainty. <laughs> so pumped. So pumped. I so knew pumped. the bus that I got on. <laughs> 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 
uncertainty. Is this guy? Everyone else is out there trying to get certainty, yeah. maximizing the other yeah. way. I've been on all those buses <laughs> plenty of times. Like, all right, final distance. I spent so many bus. lifetimes chasing certainty, bro. It didn't work. Yeah. No. That's yeah, so it intuition bus, yeah. gut bus, first stop uncertainty. Yeah. <laughs> Next three million stops uncertainty. <laughs> And then more welcome, to, yeah, yeah, welcome. Yeah. Come on now, yeah, yeah, come like, on, but we do have great seats. Um, it's like, yeah. <laughs> but when we get like, and so what happens is the best analogy I ever got for this, and I just learned all this shit in computer computer games and books, by the way, and also running the business and being on the court and all that sort of stuff, which mm. helped. But also, like, I didn't get any mentors, and I want to. Mm. A lot of people out there who are running a business, there's so much business wisdom that you don't get from people because they're not financially invested in your company. And so there's just all this wisdom and all this mentorship. Like I never had some of these Silicon Valley heavyweights sit me down and describe how to run a business. I certainly interacted with some of those people, but I never had someone who founded a trillion dollar company sit me down and have a coffee with me and explain management or any of that shit. So I just learned from books and from people, but also from like, I read heaps of fantasy books. And the best analogy I ever got for this actually came from a fantasy book. uh, And it's like, it's the first person account of the matriarch's mind and she's like leaving this plan that she knows she's not going to live to see Mm. happen Mm. and it's all just it's just like these series of bets and and it's just it's it's not even a series of movements she's just present in so so many little tiny moments and conversations that she's not even aware of the plan but she's trusting And the way, the more, maybe the most artful way you can think about it, if we step out of that beautiful, magical, feminine realm, we're now going to the super masculine realm where all that disappears. <laughs> Not that it disappears, but I just want everyone to realize we're going to change analogy here. It really is like playing cards mm. because you can only stack probabilities at your level. Mm. You know, the leader that you, and I know what it's like, and there's so many other leaders in all organizations. And that can be a school, by the way. Like it just, all of you, you know what, you get past a certain point where you've got enough people or enough projects or enough stuff going on, you cannot know everything that's happening. Mm. Yeah, because so, just for quick context, there's yep. like 300 brothers and over like 200 sisters. Yep. Mm. So yeah, like there's yep. a lot going on. And, you know, we know where this organization is going. We've yeah. been working really hard and there's a reason we feel comfortable, you know, saying what we say now and we haven't said this before or, mm. or done these, these things in this way. And so to bring this back to you, it's your it's just so fun like it's like you you get one of the knights at the round table mm-hmm. but not the knights at the round table like some other way more awesome thing than that and so it's just so cool because it's like you know when you buy a pokemon deck yeah and you open the deck and you're like cool like there's just all probabilities who seals to happen it's like oh damn i didn't know that existed and so mm-hmm. it's been so nice mm-hmm. because the other thing is there's no specialness here like it's not you're not something anyone else isn't and Mm. everyone at home if you're feeling like why aren't you like this in your life you are like this in your life (laughs) you just don't see that because Mm. those parts of you get in your way but they Mm. don't actually get in your way you're getting in your own way because you're not loving them Mm. that's so fun because people thought the first level was the end of the truth (laughs) guys yeah come on now (laughs) i'll just throw a few extra levels into that you can keep receiving yeah so good so yeah, man, thanks. And thanks to you. Okay, so let's go to that's an awesome check-in from him. Let's go. And it's that plan I said earlier obviously gets destroyed once we start <laughs> actually 
showing up. So yeah, you go now and then Michelle can go. And just a quick one before I go, yeah. the other big thing for Higgy that I'd love everyone to know about is like how good of a friend he is. Mm. Cause that's something that's like really unique to our culture. We all work together like intensely. Mm. We are a high performing team and culture and all that, but we're also best mates and we've all kind of moved in near each other. And it's like, mm. there is this whole idea in it. And it used to be maybe complicated for parts of me and weird and like people would comment on that. It's like, oh, you know, isn't it weird that like you work with your GM and he lives at your place and then you hang out with him at night and it's like, well, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a couple of minutes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just generally in each other's lives all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, jiu-jitsu together. Yeah. yeah. And in all of that, that really showed me because I was kind of new to it. And, you know, being an only child and never really having like family around and stuff, you were just really there for me in all those different ways, not just in the business way. And I just found that so incredible mm. and to be held like that as well. And that really just showed me some things with the magic, with the work, with the tech, with this culture, how different it is. Because for so long, you know, when I used to be an engineer working in corporate and then even- and Just breathe, see? Yeah, no, you're doing awesome. You do the same thing as well. You feel the truth of what you're saying and it gives you energy, but that, remember the default is always to slow down mm. and so you can feel yourself going up and you're like fuck yeah but you can go up while staying slow <laughs> because the thing is i don't want you to puff yourself out that's yeah. what's underneath all that and i had to watch youtube videos from speaking coaches to learn this bit mm. and all that training is telling me thanks I man talking now. that's great <laughs> good learn my lesson that's great all right i'll breathe more <laughs> yeah and just working at like corporates and engineers yes. you feel the difference engineering. in your energy i think it's in my big tongue good yeah i do feel the difference why did we have to mention big tongue yeah that's great oh. it'll come in handy in a future podcast yes, don't worry yes. yeah, yeah. No, well, i wanted that yeah, i just didn't need that side quest yeah great We've injected the side quest. Here we go. Uh, everyone, welcome to my farm. Yeah, more loot. There's, there's yeah, dingoes yeah, yeah. in the back of it. I need, <laughs> I need heroes just yeah, like you guys. Yeah, 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 so but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like every place that I've worked before, well, like maybe I had lunch with those people, but then they weren't necessarily my friends that I'd hang out with and ring up mm. and spend the weekend with. Yeah. You know, where now it's like, oh no, these are all my best mates. Mm. You know, and anyone who is coming here, we end up becoming best mates as well. Yeah. And so it's just mm -hmm. this really beautiful culture. Because like you were saying, you have kept it really simple, man. Being yourself. You know, just being a good dude and being a nice friend and you all just keep working out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So well done. Thanks, man. All right. Maybe Michelle will go next and then you. Yeah, good. Okay, so What's going on with you? How's life? Yay, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah. Welcome, Mish. Welcome, Mish. She's got a bunch of Mish. Mama Mish. Uh, that caught on very fast. Good, I love good. it. I love it. Um, mm. I feel really grateful. That's that's the word that keeps coming up and. You know, it's so amazing to hear Sam's story and then weaving that with the, you know, it doesn't have to be difficult. And yeah, like I, you know, there, there's a big part in my young woman that for a long time it was. Before uh, Michelle keeps going. <laughs> no, you're doing awesome. One of the core principles 
of our work, and this is fucking already complicated, is that inside of you, there's three main energies you might want to be conscious of. There's way more than that, even inside of this thing. And don't forget everything I'm saying out loud and every model we ever create is wrong because it's in you. Doesn't mean it can't be useful though. Close the doors. Yeah. <laughs> Have spent some time on the court with people. Know where all those high verbal IQ people will go with that one. Yep. And so the way to think about it is you have your like inner, your, your little boy or your little masculine, your little feminine or your little, you know, flow, your little unicorn, however you want to create that, you know, realm is, is perfectly okay with us. Think about it like seven years old, 16 years old and 22 years old. They're roughly, rough, super roughly, that's a big range, right? plus or minus three years either side, say, of kind of consciousnesses that are inside you. And you can think about it, your birthday is like 7, 14, and 21. And I'm sure there's many other ways of measuring this mm. uh, that are probably even better than what I just suggested. And so when you ever hear any of the people in this room or any of any one of those podcasts say, you know, they might help my little boy or my teen or my young woman or my young man mm. or my young whatever, my young flow. Young adult. Young adult. Mm. You know, we, we communicate and talk to these parts of us because we really feel that there are these parts of us inside mm. of us. And you've almost certainly said it out loud and you've absolutely heard someone else say it. You hear people say, uh, oh, parts of me, da, 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 da. Parts mm. of me, I don't feel about this. Mm. And usually, really nervous. Part of me is yeah. really nervous. Yeah. And usually what you do is you'll notice people say that to try and diffuse tension. Part mm. of me is really X. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, where the fuck did that come from? Because no one ever taught me that at school. Mm. Isn't that interesting and curious? And so we all have, you know, my little boy, my teen and my young man, they all have names and we name the part of them that's the leader. Now, you can put whatever language on top of that you want. We encourage you to go wherever you want. For me, I use masculine language. So it's either core or yang or king. Uh, feminine language. It can be whatever you want. It could be queen. You could invent some new thing. It could be pharaoh. It could be pharaoh. Priestess. Priestess. Yeah. yeah. Well, you go wherever you want to go. But you're just naming the part that's like the leader. Like every day you wake up and you choose to do things, right? You choose to brush your teeth. Otherwise, why do you brush your teeth, mm. right? And so we all make decisions every day. And so it's the part of you that's making decisions, the part of you that knows you should trust your gut, the part of you you should love yourself. Mm. We name that leader because it enables you to start to feel. That's what's at the bottom of our work because there's – understanding something in concept there's understanding concept so well you could be like a commentator at the nba you could be able to describe the sweat the smell you could describe the fear the anxiety you could describe the energy what they were saying to each other you could describe the plays you could describe what it's like to sit on the best seat you could describe what they smell like but you could never describe what it's like to dunk during a game let alone an important game let alone a game where everything's on the line for your whatever yeah. and so they're different and so all of us in this room, and you don't have to believe this, nothing you mm -hmm. ever hear any of us say out loud, you ever need to take on anything else other than just try it for yourself. Try it. Mm -hmm. Try it. That's it. That's at the yeah. bottom of everything. Just try it. And yeah. that's why we often use in the masculine work analogies akin to Brazilian jiu-jitsu because in something like that, your concept to physical knowledge is very obvious mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you have to wrestle. And that's why so often in our programs, we just start with, cool, who'd like to... Ask questions. Mm. And we just go from there because we're open because we're trying to help and learn together. And so 
we really, I really want to encourage you to go and name those parts. Uh, so name your, you know, for the king of your little boy, the king of your teen, and the king of your young man, or whatever form that takes for you. And you'll notice your life will start to just settle. And you're going to be able to start to notice inside your head intuitively. It'll just start magically happening. <laughs> You'll start to notice energies in your life. Oh, that's when I'm in my little boy. That's when I'm in my little girl. That's when I'm in X or Y. <laughs> now, I just think the final thing that I'll say before we keep going back to Michelle with her young woman is like, we really want this to be an open hand. And so, for example, if I am in masculine language or Dinus is in masculine language or Mish is in feminine language or someone is in flow language, don't exclude yourself from their story mm -hmm. because they're not using the language that you are. Everyone's had unique experiences, absolutely, but we're all also, you know, using our heart and lungs, yeah. I suspect. Don't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't know that. You are? Yeah. My heart's I beating. you part man, part amazing. Uh, <laughs> So that's, that's the basketball thing. Yeah. That's great. So back to your young woman. Yeah. yeah please keep going. Just, ah, thank I like you. Context. It's so yeah. funny. That was last really good. Year I've been thinking, who's going to ask all the questions though to explain the things, and now it's me. It's yep. like, Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Please keep going. <laughs> that that was great. Thank oh, you for thanks. that. Um, yeah. In the past, you know, parts of my young woman self doubt, and I feel that was the pivotal part of this magic. It continues to be because in the past, it was only now that I realized that I was living life through her, yeah. which makes so much fucking sense. Yeah. All right. Because, so just, okay. So what does it mean yeah. to someone who lives through their teenager? We all know people who get defensive and never want to talk about it. That's someone who's a teenager. Because mm. it's okay to be defensive if you want. But why can't we talk about it? Yeah. That doesn't, how do we solve the situation if we cannot communicate about the situation? Help or support. Yeah. 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 Now a young woman or a young man, they'll force people to talk about it mm. because they think the solution is for everyone to talk about everything then. And they'll go around and force everyone to do the way. The reason I know this is because I'm realizing live feed. My young man's like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. No. I love my life. This is so fun. Damn it. Oh, yes. yeah. This is yes. how they don't get like, feeding programs with me, you motherfucker. Yeah. This happens all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah. You've seen me knock my fucking bottle over. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's awesome. Oh, what a time. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, so, and so, please keep going. Yeah. And it's just important that everyone at home, you get raised inside of a cult, inside of some cultures, mm. you get raised inside of a culture where being yourself is the most terrifying thing to do. And if you try and be yourself, you get bullied. It's not like mm. that everywhere in the world. And it's mm. never been like that in heaps of places in the world. Yeah. And so there's just a lot of stuff, you know, we're all, uh, you know, we're all under the age of like 35 here. We all identify as millennials. And if you're not a millennial back home, you are so welcome as well. Yeah. We, we currently have someone in their eighties, uh, in one of our programs, like I was about to swear and say a bunch of rude stuff. Uh, mm. please come. We love you. Yeah. And so, mm. yeah, we're also, we kind of raised ourselves on the internet. And one of the things that we can yeah. be so grateful for is, and the way to think about this back home this is kind of the first time it's even been possible to ask some of these questions mm. just mm. because of the internet. If you take the internet away, I probably never learn about the Buddha. Mm. You probably never do either. Do you know what I mean? I definitely couldn't have educated myself in the business if I didn't, or any of the things I've learned on YouTube. It's mm. like 90% of my life. Yeah. So please keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was great. Oh. 
I'm just getting a lot of magic. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. It happens nice. when we all get together, right? The four of us. Yeah. Like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, what I love about, so living through self-doubt and in in the young adult, young woman realm is that that just means the betting part. You know, the betting part is really difficult to bet, whereas mm. now with Sam, what you said about listening to your gut, your intuition, mm. it's almost like you're betting, but you know it's going to win, so it's kind of like not a bet. <laughs> but then you're wow. also not really attached to the yeah, win, so you're just bit. like... That's the big bit. That's just for huge. everyone who's masculine <laughs> back awesome. home. That might oh, take you... Wow. <laughs> A little bit longer <laughs> than how long that took Michelle to figure out. It took me a lot longer. That took me yeah. way, <laughs> way, way like years. Yeah, I was up the way you just. Oh. I love you forever. I was gonna have to step in and be like, oh yeah, and just also not be attached. And he's like, and not be attached. I'm like, oh, okay. I love you so yeah. much. Great. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Please continue pouring all of and then- hard work <laughs> in the trenches. Just so magic. Oh, it's like good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's trusting that in that divinity which i feel we all have mm. so it's trusting that divinity and so for my younger realms that's almost like oh then what are we doing then if we're not betting and we don't care if we win or not what are we doing exactly so- <laughs> now just just so everyone you know uh to give something that'll help everyone make sense oftentimes in mm. life you feel like you're coming up to a cliff where you've got to make a big decision asking someone mm. to marry you or vice versa it's just so like this isn't complicated to think about where there's a big moment which is going to change your life realizing of course that this lifetime is mm-hmm. finite but then we're going to have conversations about whether you want to have more than one lifetime mm-hmm. but here's the shit you're going to die so there's no cliff mm-hmm. you're, you're just falling and at some point and you're not going to probably know when it's going to happen you're just going to hit <laughs> gg <laughs> gg I'm so GG's good game. Yeah, good. Yeah. We can talk about what we want to do after that point, but it's just GG. And so what's happening now is you're yeah. taking that seriously, but a lot of people take that seriously and go do a bunch of reckless shit. No. Oh, yes. No. The the convers- exactly. Yeah. The fucking Muppets. Yeah. Not that way. Sorry, I hope that, that she laughed. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, like not that way. No, no, no. Now it's a conversation of, oh, wow, I'm a custodian of this time. time. Yeah. Uh, Again, time's a... Uh, an interesting thing for us to talk about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's not rush towards thinking we know what time is, but it's a very different way. Mm. And so that's, think about that. Okay, so another one of the things that you can do in uh, computer games, and I never really understood why other people didn't do this, is you can just Google how to solve the quests. Literally. (laughs) If you ever get stuck, I fucking know I've done it. It's just so annoying sometimes. Oh God, you can buy. I want to know which of the side quests to do because I want the good loot and that takes a lot of time. (laughs) I've got shit to do. And so one of the things you can do is you can actually do this in in a game like Assassin's Creed. If you go and explore the highest cliff in one realm and you jump off the highest cliff in the realm, because you go to the highest cliff first, you see the whole realm below you and you kind of know where everything is. You're like, oh, cool, there's the river. There's the town. There's the bakery. There's all that stuff. There's all that stuff. And then from there, you can infer where some of the side quests are. Now, you still have to go and do them. But you've got points of interests. Yeah. So you still got to go live the story. But at least you're in the story where you know you have to jump off, a, off that specific cliff or go to that specific house. Mm. And it just means you're not spending time 
wandering around lost. Mm. What we've just explained to you, the cliff, the thing, all that sort of stuff, you're not going to be able to get yourself to the point where you're not attached to what happens in your cliffs in a day. But you are already that. And this is this paradox inside of self-love. Mm. You're heading towards home. You're going back. You're going inside yourself, back through time, back through your past, back through the things that have happened to you in your past so that you can love them to remember who you were before all of that happened. Mm. And also you have the wisdom now of having gone through things so you're not a child anymore in an adult's body, which describes a lot of the masculine population yep. in this country mm. and the world. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, always levels. And so that, what we've just explained to you and what you're hearing from me now, first of all, you're hearing two things. Number one, you're hearing the fact that I have gone hard in the paint myself in this work. And so you're hearing the felt energy of someone who's played basketball rather than a commentator. That's mm. the first thing you feel. Yeah. Nice. Mm. The second thing that you're feeling though is what I've just done is I've just given you the point of interest. In our work, plenty of other works, Plenty of other people probably have a different opinion, but in our work, you get at some point, you just have to go all in mm. on loving yourself and being mm -hmm. in yourself. It's pretty much yeah. just your life's before and after that moment. Until you've made that decision, you're just on the side quest of, you're not even on the side quest. In some games, it takes so long to load the map because the map's huge. You get to play in the loading game. So you just get to run around and there's no one you can kill or do anything or change. There's no quests you can win. But you get to run around and look really cool and do really awesome moves and climb up and down, but you're not actually playing the game. If you haven't fully chosen to love yourself all the way and be yourself all the way, you could argue, some people, that that's where you are. Once you choose to love yourself, in you're in the loading screen. Once you choose to love yourself, you're out of the freaking yeah, loading the, screen yeah. and you're in the game. And now you've got to start to go, oh shit, I'm actually in the game. Yep. And you're in the game so hectic. Because yep. so many people are trying to get you on the court. We're trying to get you to dunk. Amongst other things, unless you don't want to go hide in the paint, you can be a shooter because everyone's welcome on the court and we need all the different styles. Yeah. Everyone just dunks. The, the offense doesn't work. Yep. Defense gets dunked. Yeah, anyway. So please keep going about your awesome young woman and you just realizing there is no cliff. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to hear more. Yeah, what your younger realms, because they, they threw up that really good question then. What question? About. <laughs> I'm also forgetting I love what I'm that. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, because it's like yeah, it's so good. Technically the host, so yeah. it's okay. Like yeah, there's yeah. a bet and then no one cares about <gasps> the outcome and they're like, well, what's the point? Yes. And I'm like, I want to know what great, you tell them. Great, great. Yeah, Thank you. That was a great question. Um, yeah, well, goddesses. Oh, no, I, yeah, you keep going and then I'm going to have an answer. Just, yeah. Can I say goddess? Yeah, let's say goddess. Yeah, And... Yeah, so there's this deep knowing. I've, like now with this magic, there's just, I've come to this point of there's there's just going to be answers that we're going to know and there's no reason to know where that came from. It's yeah. just there. Um, and the answer to that question is why do we need to have a point? Who told us exactly. that we have to have a point? Yes. That was my response Maybe. as well. Yeah. And I just want so everyone, everyone back home, just before you keep going. So I'm a former med student. I used to be a militant atheist and I used to argue people out of like spirituality. I thought it was all <laughs> fucking woo-woo. <laughs> and then I learned about Girdle and I was like, Kurt Girdle. Girdle. Yeah. And I was like, okay, some things might be different to what mm. we've been led to believe. And so 
I had this scientific education. I only spent five weeks in med school. I don't mean there, I just mean myself and learning about falsifiability and replicability and the null hypothesis and what does it mean to try and find something that's true. And it effectively always boils down to a set of instructions. The reason that you trust anything a scientist says to you, if you want to do that, or even, and again, that's all, this is all very complicated, is you go to her and you say, show me the instructions. This is the experiment that you've run and they give you the diagrams. And if you spend enough time, energy and effort doing it, you can do it yourself. And then you and your own consciousness in your own gut can see, yes, the whole explanation makes sense and this whole thing makes sense. Okay, great. How do you do that with someone who's trying to help you love themselves or love yourself? Someone's trying to help you feel inside yourself better. How do you do that? Set of instructions. Well, okay, but then what? How do you know the instructions are going to the place that you want to go? Well, Where's that person's got to follow the instructions for themselves. Yeah, but how, well, yeah, which set of instructions? Think about how many coaches there are. In the world. Oh, yeah. And we're not coaches, by the way, we're not trying to be. Instructions. Well, how do you, exactly. So you see how this becomes an interesting conversation? Because mm. at the end of your answer is you have to choose an outcome. What do you want to happen? Because that's yeah. what the instructions, think about it. When you're, if you, all the sets of instructions are like for different appliances. Yeah. You got to choose what outcome you want. Yeah. Yeah. With a microwave or a fridge. Yeah. You got to choose. And so you have to choose what your end is. Everyone can have all these other ends. Okay. So as you can see, there's heaps of realms that way. It does boil down to the set of instructions. And we can talk about what you would want the end point be. And even if there is an end point, but that's not the point here. The other thing that I have noticed in spiritual uh, teachers, there's a couple of things that, two things that I have found that are not proof, but are reliable that someone might know what they're talking about. Mm. First thing is listen to them on mute and look into their eyes. For a long amount of time, about five minutes, 99% of anyone you watch on YouTube is gone with that. Mm. It's That's it. I'm not going to run at, that test. I'm not getting a lot of people on mute. <laughs> I've looked at so many. Uh, I love you. 2am, 3am. Keep someone on mute. I won't because I don't want to mention other brands because you know we are the first of our name. But you mean I could pull people up and I could show you people with millions of followers right now. Like, cool, put them on mute, watch them for five minutes, look into their eyes, and you see they're in pain. Mm. Okay, so some teachers, mm. you can look into their eyes. The best one for me, and he actually uh, transitioned recently, uh, Master Thich Nhat Yan, I hope mm. I got that. Yeah, uh, that probably. was recent, yeah. Yeah, so just if you Google uh, the Diamond Sutra, I mean, there's just so many you can go here where you can, you will look into some you know, people who are trying to teach you, for me, let's just talk like wisdom. People who are trying to teach you wisdom. That's like, like even the word spiritual has so many connotations. Yeah. Let's just focus on wisdom. What does wisdom mean? Okay, looking them in the eye with a, on mute, some people are in joy. Like if you watch me right now mm. and all of us as we're talking, it's like, woohoo! <laughs> I'm actually having the best fucking time. <laughs> we had this whole plan. I've been selling myself into coming back, by the way. I'm like, dude, I've been having so much fun. <laughs> This is very this comfortable is if we can just figure this out. Yeah. It is good to have me here every now and then to yeah. dial up the glossary. Like, Far out. So that's the first one. The second <laughs> one is, now this one, you people think this one can be faked, but it can't be faked because mm. it happens like what just happened then. We all just felt uh, an energetic drop. And the yeah. way to think about that is we all just drop deeper into our gut. Mm. I want you to listen to the first time Mama Mish speaks on this podcast and listen to her, the tone mm. of her voice how fast she's speaking, how fast she's breathing. And then listen to that bit that she just said then. No answers. The answer to that question is why do we need to have a point? And even me just saying that again, I can feel some of the energy. Yeah. of. So think about that as like, it's almost like 
all of us together kind of created this really beautiful like energetic bubble which just burst but in a really awesome way like it's like a celebration burst like a burst of new life yeah. and new form and so that's what you did and so that's what you can feel and i just also want everyone to do so much to even get that you have any idea how much i've had to watch to be like oh yeah eyes on mute and tone of voice and noticing it drop they are consistent things that will help you there are way more but that's mm. a good start mm. wow to see thanks we, so much we pass all those tests mm. and great. if everyone at home's ever like but you always just set tests up that you pass it's like yeah but because i ran five fucking million of them <laughs> and, and by the way that is a gendered statement because it's only other masculine people who have that to say <laughs> <laughs> Now I will go back to no more all genderless everyone love. Yes. But just for that moment now, we know where that one needed to go. Yeah. So please think I'll go on this. It's great. Um, yeah, the last bit that is wanting to come out is when we, yeah, like when we work with women and also in, um, yeah, my younger realms have also felt this. It's like this Younger realms challenge. just means those three people, the little, the little kid. Like the little boy, little girl, mm. little unicorn, the teen, and the younger one. Mm. So when she says her younger realms, it's actually a dinosaur innovation, which is why he's the CEO. Well done. Everyone's in agreement. He's the guy. He's the guy. And we'll change it. Multiple sources. Literally every single person. Because we, you know, our culture, we, you know, we learn this from First Nations people. Like it's not, it, our culture isn't a hierarchy. It's like, you know, uncle, like what Uncle yeah. Wallace said. It's like yeah. there's people at the center who've been there for the longest and are the custodians of mm. wisdom. And then there's just ripples out. But there's also ripples back, of course. And so mm. everyone at the center who's been mm. there the longest, if we all said who should be the leader at any moment, if we closed our eyes, everyone would point to Dinus. And oh. Dinus would also point to himself. Yeah. Good mm. And we're all okay with it. Yeah. And so please keep going. <laughs> yeah, I... To connect it to the magic is, yeah, so the challenge is not so much for me, but what I hear often is where would I find the time to do the magic? Mm. And Just before we keep going any further, yeah. what is more important than self-love? What is more important than self-love, number one? Number two, you can do two things at once. If you don't mm. think you can do two things at once, how can you talk and drive a car at the same time and also breathe? Mm be more respectful of your own life as someone who's had to face death. Are you fucking kidding? Do you realize how good it is to live in a realm where you know the Buddha exists? Mm. You probably don't. And you need to start to stop and reflect. Mm. How do I find the time to love myself? What the fuck else are you going to do? Keep gambling on your phone? <laughs> no, but seriously, it's yeah, not. Yeah. What else? Mm. And it's important that we have this conversation yeah. and then we drop it down and we'll also have mm. the other conversation. But yeah, man, like none of us, I didn't have a, someone answering these questions yep. myself these muppets we, we just all did it ourselves <laughs> we had to earn it yeah. we spent so much money and so much time trying to learn from other companies bust <laughs> <laughs> and so it's not like we're not here and so that is mm. the genuine response to a question like that and if you're yeah. uncomfortable with that response that's okay mm. it's not for you yeah. Because the world's on fire and we believe self-love is the answer. And if you have a different answer, awesome. We're so happy to hear. Yep. But it also does look like it's self-love or bust for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. You can do two things at once. And also it's so insulting to us because they feel like we're not busy. 
What have we done today, Donna? You are super <laughs> yeah. fucking busy. Oh, he's busy. Yeah, bro. You're yeah. so busy. How do we find the time then? Yeah. This is a choice. Oh, the scallywags. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that I'm here. This is sick. Please keep going. <laughs> yeah. Damn, what? Come and debate me if you've got a problem with it. Let's go. Yeah. Which is actually great because that was the next part of that yeah. sentence. Ooh. And in a more flowing way and to... everyone at home, that's why she's here. Yep. <laughs> so just yeah. go slow. Yeah. Just like, yeah, man. Yeah. Of course. In a more flowy, yes. energetic way is for me how I felt that is this enables or it... Oh, we go back to the whole try it. Because mm -hmm. once you try it, you'll actually realize that you tap into an energy source that you were never taught mm -hmm. existed. Mm -hmm. And well, some of us. Yes, yeah. some of us. That's yeah. great. Some of us That's weren't great. taught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once you realize that's there, you can do it. Mm. You can do it. Mm. And, yeah, you can do the, like, when, when Matt, what you were saying, you know, you can breathe and drive. Like, that was really black and white. But there's actually a really deep meaning in what you just said. And it's you can do so many things than what. I could give you something that yeah. just changed my life. I could never understand how I learned to walk and how I learned to talk because I couldn't mm. talk when I learned how to walk. So I don't know how the fuck I learned how to do that. Mm. And then I have no idea how I learned to talk. I mean, that's just how, the, how I, don't mm. know, I have no idea. And so I just always thought I had never had any idea how learning worked. And I was right because we mm. don't. Like mm. how, here you go, for all the people back home who are very logical and yeah, again, mm. I used to live in that world. You were yeah. an engineer. Like we yeah. understand that's part of life, yeah. running algorithms and calculating probabilities mm. to run a business. If we didn't do that, <laughs> that'd be so bad time. And so with all of that said though, there's obviously things other than that because you don't want to be in your head. Mm. The very fact that you say, I'm in my head, you want to be in your body. You want to enjoy your life. Everyone I've ever met, especially after COVID, will admit out loud now today, wish that things could have been a bit easier in the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, where does the part of you that wants things to be easier come from? This is one of the Buddhas. Yeah, see? This is a Buddha's just saying, like, hello. Mm. Seriously, think about that. Where does the desire for peace come from within you? Mm. And so this whole idea that you don't have enough time it's like, well, what do you think time is? Because at the end of the day, you wake up and then you just have a series of decisions and a series of energy. Mm. And it does just boil down to this idea that, and this is actually came from you. The reason we don't, you know, we give out belts in our culture for two reasons. Number one, because people fucking earned it. And number two, it also just helps everything because it provides structure and safety to so many people mm -hmm. and the whole idea of life is to not go child adult is to go child adult sage child adult wise that's just one mm -hmm. way of looking at it there's so many other cultures mm -hmm. and ideas of what it means just if like me if, you know raised on these these ideas of white you know culture this whole idea that there's something past adult doesn't exist even the teen doesn't really exist you know mm -hmm. what i mean like we just shit on teenagers shit on like we're okay with young kids, we shit on teenagers and then the young adult and all that just doesn't exist. Mm. And so 
so much of this is already within you and it's about slowing down. And the whole reason that you don't have any time is because if you slow down to start to question why you don't have any time at the bottom of that, the reason you don't have so much time is because you want to avoid things. Yeah. And I'm not saying mm. you're not busy, but you never <laughs> in your life hear me say I'm busy out loud. Because that mm. just means that I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I in such a rush? What am I prioritizing? What's going on here? And there's obviously moments where you're in the pocket. And that's an analogy of like, uh, let's say you're a surgeon. Every single day for you is the most hectic day of someone's life. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's this idea of that I was talking about earlier, which came from you, the cog and the butterfly. The other way of talking about this is the reason that we don't give out physical belts is because we don't want people to get attached. It's mm. not, it's insignificant. Point. Yeah. It's in back to Michelle's yeah. point. It's insignificant getting a black belt, getting a mm. white belt, getting a blue belt. None of these things matter. That's just a piece of cloth that ties up your, uh, you know, your gi in jujitsu. Mm. But it's also this huge achievement because you've had to choose over and over and over again to do something that takes time and energy and effort that's very difficult. Mm. And so it provides this platform inside of you. And the way to think about this is like, let's say you win a Grammy for best recording artists. You're going to be different after that because you're going to have had it on the court. You've actually done it yourself. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is you'll notice all great artists, you know, that follow this model, I guess you could say. That's like they unlock, that's how like they talk about in the prime in athletics, like basketball. There's an athletic prime because you, you've actually achieved enough that you're starting to trust yourself that you are your dreams might actually be coming true. Mm. And that's very different. And so, you know, one of your instructors said to you once, you know, my black belt is something I've worked for years to have. And it's also just something that closes up my uniform. Yeah. And it's always both. And now Buddha calls this the signless nature of signs. The signless the nature. Signless nature of signs. I love you too, Buddha. I love you too. Oh, we love you so much. So this idea that you've just said then, it's always this thing of like, we're all unique. Everyone listen to this. You're a unique person who's never been here before. Well, I won't say you've never been here before, but this, gen this current configuration of your body, this is the first time it's been here. Mm. And you're also someone that needs blood. And so there's both, right? You are this unique snowflake, which is never going to be seen ever again. One in whatever it is. Mm. And also you're an, you're part of this realm. You're here. Yeah. Mm. And if you don't think your consciousness lives in your body, we can have a long conversation about that. We can just have the conversation while you put some anesthetic in your arm and you can try and stay awake. Right? It's like that's, mm. that closes all those doors. It's like, okay, well, if, our, if it's not in here, why is it putting me to sleep then? Because it shouldn't. And so... Mm. It's just got there's so much going slow here. Like we're so not in a rush. Mm -hmm. Anyone here, there's nowhere for us to go. There's nowhere for us to be. And you're just noticing already these concepts of non-attachment, but we're not talking about it from concept. It's no, we're not talking about it from people on the sidelines. We're talking about people trying to actively yeah. apply it in our life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we just want all of you at home to know. Like you'll never get even the offer to do anything from any of us that we haven't done it already in our own life. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Mm. And that's who I look, I've spent a long time looking for teachers myself, or let's just call them people I could learn wisdom from myself. And I mm. like that that's the answer. Yeah. Myself. I like that. Yeah. 
Anything else going on from you that wants to come out? Mm. Yep. We're at one hour. Great. I like that we just got skip vibe. That's great. I want to get you to check in too, and then I'll check in at the end. Sounds great. Sounds good. Um, and oh. you're so welcome to share your uh, reaction to our previous podcast, by the way, as well, because oh. there's still that are all well yeah, as well, and we're all in that as well. Because people it. back home, what we actually went to the ceremony uh, yeah. that Susan spoke about, and it was it was genuinely life changing for me. And I'm yep. not going to talk about it, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Stay tuned. We we have awesome stuff coming, everyone in the community. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that. Okay. Hold on. Slow down. Nice. <laughs> See. Good. And all. And look, Mich what Michelle just did in some cultures is vulnerability. For us, it's a celebration. Mm. Yeah. It's like, no, of course, she said yeah. slow down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just on the topic of knowing things, like there's just. Yeah, why do we need to know everything? Because then we don't know everything that our body does at what point in time. Mm -hmm. And yes, yeah, so it's letting go of that bit. And then the, you know, as you do this work even more and you let go of so many other things, you feel into a lot of other things as well. Mm -hmm. So with the previous podcast, I felt that. So I came here to Australia with my family. So um, immigrated here and just yesterday from, from the Philippines. Yeah. And yeah, just feeling through yesterday, Invasion Day, it's also the day remembered yesterday where new immigrants get their citizenships mm. some some i don't know if it's changed but i know for me citizenship day was on invasion day mm. and then there was the then i could understand the discrepancy between immigrants coming to australia and wanting to celebrate that day cuz that was when you know coming to australia was hope coming to australia yeah. was opportunity and I can understand why that, you know, they want to celebrate their citizenship day. Um, but for me, I felt shit. Like the people that gave me this citizenship certificate were the people that was not welcomed here. So do I really belong here? So I felt quite displaced yesterday. And... Um, Parts of me did. And yeah, like it was quite visceral experience yesterday to go through that. And just before we keep going, one thing uh, that Michelle just did to this then, everyone at home, uh, again, I've had anxiety mm. in many different ways. One of the best things I ever found to do to help is what Michelle just did, just pushing here. Now, mm. I've gone so far in the split test that you'd be so surprised if you could just get a heavy weight. Don't be an idiot here, right? Everyone. You can just put it on your chest and even just a little bit of compression as you breathe will often bring you calm. And you just yeah, do that was great. You're just pushing and yeah. you sort of do it. Yeah. There you tips, go. Tips for days. Tips for days. Just being yourself. Body did yeah, that. Yeah, just being yourself. Naturally. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. We're just here to like praise Michelle. It's actually yeah. Michelle's podcast. Yeah, 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 she's now the host. Yeah, she's now the host. We're the organized the whole oh, thing. So yeah, she's just shut up. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah.
Mm. So you felt displaced. Parts of you felt displaced. Yes, parts of me felt displaced, and which, which, this is probably a separate podcast because then it goes to Philippines and colonialism back then, and feeling through. Can I ask you a question? What those are? How do you feel about the word colonialism? Because it just feels like invasion. I don't like it at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because yeah. were the Philippines colonized or were they invaded? I feel like it's the same. Exactly. Um, yeah, the Spanish just rocked up and took over. Yes. Yeah. yeah so why are we calling it colonization? Because that, that's just the, the wrong yeah, yeah. word for invasion. Yeah. 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 It has, for me, yeah. the word itself has the same connotation as invasion. Interesting. As, like, a, as with uh, being raised inside a white culture, they're not. They're very different. Colonization is some not, something that's somehow uh, innocent, mm. whereas invasion is ominous. Mm. And I, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm just yeah. sharing what's here for me that's so we can keep going really on this awesome. thing because obviously yeah. they're the same word. Yeah. 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 I, I feel with that just reflecting, I feel like the difference is how those words are portrayed to the people that are colonizing or invading because yes. then what Susan really pointed out and I went into a rabbit hole yesterday. No, good. <sighs> I've been yes. down some rabbit holes since the mm. podcast as well. Yeah. I watched it that evening and I was just, I couldn't, I just love her. Yeah. The fierce dragon yeah. energy from yeah. that woman. I was like, I just love that I was in a room with you yeah. for that long. I just got to be in that presence. Yeah. yeah. It's enabled love me that. to trust my so own great. self. And I guess it's not, I don't even know how to language, just that dragon mm. energy. I'm mm. like, yeah, trust that. It's there for a reason. And so, yeah. 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 Please explain the rabbit hole. I'm like, we're, oh, we're here. We've got nowhere else yeah, to Yeah. So the, you know, what what then I connected the dots is like, oh, okay, colonizing has this background to it that you're doing something good or you do you're going into a place to update or like you're gonna be off benefit to this place. You're bringing evolution. Yeah. Yes. And so I guess that sounds a bit more easier to swallow. But then so that's from that perspective. But then when you see from when there's people in the land already, nothing's wrong. Nothing needs to be updated. In fact, the other way around. Then yeah. it's yes. invasion. Yep. <laughs> yes. Because yes. it's like, oh, what happened? We There was no invitation sent. There was, in fact, we're going to push you away and you're still here. So then there's this forceful entry now. Mm-hmm. And I think that word then, all the good in colonization is gone. Mm-hmm. Because now any. it's, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so what was the rabbit hole that you went down? Yeah, so the rabbit hole is essentially reading up more on the doctrine of discovery yes. and where that's coming from and yes. with Spain being very Catholic. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh. The rabbit hole for people to go down here <laughs> is uh, smallpox. Smallpox being deliberately introduced mm. into multiple cultures and then just how... For some of you, you've never even heard that out loud. When the Spanish landed in uh, in South America, go Google this to make sure I get the story correct. They brought pigs with them and pigs have smallpox. And 
if you've never heard about smallpox, I just like massive trigger warning. You don't need to do this. It really helped me. Go and Google the just smallpox and just look at a human being who has smallpox. And that used to kill 500 million. That killed 500 million people last century. And the only reason it's gone is because of vaccines. And so smallpox showed up. There was no natural immunity and 95 to 99% of people in North and South America died. Mm. That means there are some people who are in a village of millions of people and maybe 100 people survived. So imagine everyone in Sydney dying, but 100 people survived during COVID. Mm. And that just never gets talked about. And it has been deliberately introduced viruses of that nature, not only in this land, but in other lands. Yeah, as soon as you mentioned smallpox, my body just felt really um, almost angry. So, yeah, maybe maybe they maybe it happened in the Philippines. Um, yeah, and with having Spanish backgrounds, um, I was just sharing with Sam. It's really making me question. My my ancestry. How did that look like? You know, what what was where was the who was the woman that brought me here, and how was she treated back then? So, yeah, that's why it felt really visceral because it was feeling here in Australia and then feeling in the Philippines and not feeling like I belonged anywhere was really. It was a rough day yesterday, mm. um, definitely not to be celebrated. And for those who have citizenship on that day, like that just calls really for just changing the fucking day. <laughs> but here's like, the thing, and everyone needs to go really slow here. The reason that we can't change the day is mm. because by changing anything, we admit we need to change. And once we admit we need to change once, the whole game's up. The whole extinction timeline vanishes in the presence of an outcome. Well, where are we heading to? Mm -hmm. If we don't make significant changes, everyone dies in the next two centuries. Mm. So what are we going to do about it? Now, it vanishes in way more things beyond that, but Mm. that's what's underneath all of this. If we change the day, we admit that we invaded. And if we admit that we invaded and our justice system has been shown already itself to be bankrupt, Mm. do you see how... It's all this, there's all these reasons that these things happen, but there's also often simple reasons. Once you realize underneath all of this, there's just one, if not, uh, look, it is just one, but there's only mm. probably five people who need to make the decision who have mm. the power yep. and it changes. And those mm. people are human beings who can do that in a day. Yep. There's nothing else other than that ever mm. in the way. All the world leaders today right now could get on a call and say, hey, let's go take MDMA together and have psilocybin. Uh, and have psychedelic assisted therapy, mm. which is legally shown to help people heal. And then in we could do that and within a year or whatever it is, we could have the treaty. Yeah. That ends mm. it. And there's nothing stopping that in any moment. The question about how we make that happen, a very different conversation. And so anything else you want to share about or check in? Otherwise, I'd yeah. like to talk about my experience after the podcast and what I've been reflecting on. Oh. No, that that was it. A question came up around why wouldn't we want to like change or do that? But exactly. that might. Yeah, might why happen. wouldn't we want to change it? Exactly. Yeah. It's so simple. But yeah, over to you. Well, I think uh, <sighs> two things that I would say. One, I think the biggest thing for me, and 
I actually like I can see it in my face when it happens is when she said that apart. I don't know if you actually say this word this way, but apartheid came from here in South Africa. Yeah, Queensland. Really, in Queensland. Yeah, that was game changing. Like I went and googled that, and it's true. Mm. And that means we exported racism. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Not only did we export racism, no one talks about it, and we're loved. And now I know where tall poppy syndrome comes from because if no one rocks the boat here, it just keeps benefiting who it's benefiting. Mm. I'm all for everyone having the same thing. For me, that's not a fucking white idea. That's a mm. First Nations idea, obviously. Mm. That's awesome. And I love that about our culture. But this whole idea is that you can't ask or can't say out loud that you want to change the world when the world's on fire. And if we don't, we go extinct. It's ludicrous. Mm. And so that changed my life. Her saying, like, yeah. that word yeah. just enabled me to put things in context. And then I went back to unsettled again today you actually went with you know Bubba mm -hmm. and to go back through that exhibition knowing everything I know now I could saw it's like I could see the unwritten bit of this is just conquest and invasion and the worst story you could possibly imagine yeah. we live in a place where we just traded the concentration camps for jails this is just where we are and so for, mm. for me it's been to hear Susan say in the podcast with so much like I don't even know what to name that. Just goddess energy or what. I don't mm. even know what to call it. Mm. My ancestry is to this land and nowhere else. Yeah. My ancestry is not to this land and nowhere else. My ancestry mm. is to this land and somewhere else. Mm. And if I go back to where I came from and the people that came here and why they came and then back to that culture, it's all mm. just invasion till the end. Mm. So it's enabled me to get clarity in why the peace timeline like why are we here you know what i mean and yeah yeah we are incarcerating first nations people in this land at a higher rate that they were during apartheid in south africa and it's like you've just heard me say that out loud if you disagree with me go google the facts you're gonna stare at the facts in the fucking face what are you gonna do about that because mm -hmm. i know what we're doing mm -hmm. heaps of self-love yeah. and other <laughs> things but what are you gonna do yeah. about it how much do you reckon our kids are going to trigger us? Look at how much we're triggering the boomers. How much are we going to get triggered? Mm. Mm. How much are our grandkids going to push us when they grow up in the world with the fires as bad as they are in 100 years? Mm. Yeah, man, what are you doing? Because if we don't, you personally, if people just like you listening to this don't personally make a different set of decisions, it just goes to end. So that's been going on and that's been, so I guess that the second thing is it's like, it's nice to be speaking and chatting with people again, you know, and sharing. Mm. And I just haven't done this in like nearly a year or seven or eight months. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, like I'm speaking at the opera house in it's like 29 days. Nice. So everyone that's at home, if you just go to thepeaceeffort.com, like come. I uh, have basically, this thing happened during COVID. Okay, I don't wanna go that way yet. There's, mm. there's just one thing that we have to finish. I will need you to check in. How much time have we got? 20 minutes. Left? Mm -hmm. Hectic. Mm -hmm. Well, I just feel like we need to skip everything you and I have to say. I've said what I needed to say and just we need to go into the peace timeline bit. Sure. What do you think? Yeah, man, yeah. Great. Okay. 20 minutes. Great. 
you know, uh, I've been running this business like in various forms for 10 years, but full-time, I guess I ran it full-time for six years and then DP has been running oh, it full-time. DP, by the way. Adonis. Yeah, Dynas has been probably running it like full-time for roughly a year, we'll just say, something like that. And it's had a lot of iterations. You know, uh, when I dropped out of med school, my whole vision was to try and just end bullying. Uh, you know, I've been forced into some difficult and uncomfortable and just terrible positions by other men and other people because of the bullying I received growing up. And once I'd chosen and decided that it was this idea of I think love can help and maybe I have learned mm -hmm. some shit and all this stuff that I'm doing that there wasn't any research out about then with medicine that there is now, like maybe there's something in it. And so I really made sure before I dropped out of med school that I wasn't leaving just because I was scared of how hard it was because as a non-science grad, it's ridiculous because mm -hmm. you're, you're next to people who have PhDs and you're like, what's the kid me do? Mm. And they're like, fuck you. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so once I dropped out, for me, the vision was to just go and try and help in schools. And so the first two names of the peace timeline were Cortex Fitness, because I dropped out of med school and within six weeks I was working as a PT. And I just want you to think about how much of a level change that would have been for me as a human being. I went from introducing myself as a med student to I'm a PT and I don't really know what I'm doing because my gut, which I can't even really locate. <laughs> if someone asked me to point to it, I have a sense of direction, maybe. But uh, it told me to leave and I'd spent so long studying, trying to get in. And so that was the first name. And the second name was Thymos Australia. And the whole idea around that name was, I just wanted to end bullying. I just felt like for fuck's sake, I think if we just take bullying off the table, this mm. whole thing's gonna get way better for everyone. And so I was working as a PT three days a week in a gym that I didn't want to be in and the music was so loud and it wasn't my taste in music. I have certain Bruno Mars songs burned into my soul from how much I've had to listen to them out loud. But it was, this is what it is. No disrespect to him or his music, by the way. Just, yeah, not my vibe. And so I spent uh, basically the next, my timeline is always a bit wonky, but about the next maybe six months, uh, where I just worked at a gym three days a week and then all the other time I spoke in schools. Mm. So I spoke to 5,000 school students uh, in the first six months because mm. so much because I'm just doing what Sam's doing, live feeding. I didn't know how to generate leads. I didn't know how to build a business. I had to teach mm. myself fucking Facebook copy. I had to teach myself how to do Facebook ads. Like I didn't know any of this shit. I just had to mm. learn through YouTube and also paying shitloads of money to get really good quality people to help me. Mm. And so... I worked with 5,000 school students and I started telling my story and it was a very difficult period in my life because I basically lost all my friends when I started talking about my anxiety and stopped like taking drugs and I lived in a very like masculine culture and it wasn't okay to talk about the things that you can talk about in masculinity effectively since COVID happened where you can talk about anxiety with men and they mm. all say they found the last two years difficult. Mm. That is brand fucking new to mm. me in some parts of culture. I don't know other cultures are different, but in the culture I was raised in, that's very recent. Mm. And so it was a really challenging time. And I didn't know what I was doing and I was working at universities and I spent $6,000 on the first ever paid program that I did and I only made $350. Nice. And I was like, okay, this isn't sustainable. <laughs> so I uh, 
was working with these school kids and I had this conversation with a school I went to uh, out in uh, Sydney, out in the suburbs. And it was filled with migrants who were asylum seekers who were older, mo almost all of them were above 18. And they had to go back through the HSC to oh. uh, re-educate themselves. But it was ridiculous because there was literally doctors. There was 55-year-old doctors having to reset the HSC. I'm like, I don't think this needs to be like this. So I told them my story and we had the best environment we ever did because everyone in that room was, was willing to look at what I did because I had complex PTSD. Well, I still had PTSD at this time and I'm out there just trying to go fearless because again, it's and still. It doesn't matter what you feel. It's like, okay, well, it doesn't matter what you feel, but and still, what are we going to do about it? And so I'm just out there going hard in the paint. And I'll never forget this young Ethiopian woman, just Jaguar goddess. She came and thanked me and she wrote me this poem, which I still have. And... Mm -hmm. We had this beautiful conversation and this is, I have so many conversations just from this one schoolyard because it just taught me so much. And she left and I, you know, I would go over to the teacher and, you know, women I've found are often so willing to help me because they can usually feel, mm -hmm. just trying to help. They can feel my heart so quickly. And so she was just talking to me and I was like, oh, wow, she's magic, you know, referring to this woman's name. I was like, you know, like, how did you get here? And she said, oh, she came across from India on a boat. And you're like, oh, how'd she get to India? And I'll never fucking forget this. Wait for this moment. Just imagine you're in, imagine, close your eyes, imagine you're talking to a school teacher. How did this young Ethiopia woman get to India? And I'll never forget this. She just said, she walked. <sighs> wow. And my whole vision for ending bullying just like stopped. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what exactly, man? I just, she walked <laughs> from yeah. Ethiopia to India and then got a boat. And that was just a, that was a I just have, man, I've had so many moments like that where I can just be, talk about experiences and things like this, where I'm just mm. like, I've got fucking no chips. The fuck do we do here? Mm. And so I started to realize at that point, me talking at individual schools wasn't scalable at speed. Mm. You know, when I dropped out of med school, the whole idea was in science, most of the time you prove yourself wrong because you're trying to run the null hypothesis. And that's a complicated topic I'll explain somewhere else. But the whole way that we can so sometimes trust science is because it's finding things by trying to find a randomness. So assume you're wrong and it's all random chance and everything's bullshit. And then if you find something, it's curious. Mm. But if you're going in looking for something, you don't know if you're just seeing yourself and your own stuff. Mm. Really simplistic way of talking about the same thing is confirmation bias. Mm. And so... It was always like, okay, man, there is maybe this moonshot, you know, that like there must be some one in five trillion chance that what I'm doing by myself alone when I'm crying, trying to work with the, I didn't have the parts of me language back then. I didn't even know they were parts, but I just started thinking like, fuck, man, I've already nearly died at 17. I didn't know why I was still alive. It's like, no, I'm supposed to drop out. Mm. And I knew how much dropping out was because me dropping out meant there was one less kid who got a grade good enough to become a doctor that said no to because I took their spot. And so with mm. that came, I mean, for me, it was just torturous pressure, but like with that came expectation of like, cool, man, like I'm not going to go, like, I'm going to go hard now because I'm at least, there's one less doctor in, not in the world because of me, but like, that's how I was kind of looking at things. Yeah. Mm. So then I heard this, she walked and I'm like, okay. <laughs> We need to expand the vision a bit. 
And so I realized it was it had to be business because if if we talk about things that have touched over a billion people's lives, there's not that many things. Mm. I could think of three things and I didn't want to do the other two. And so I was like business all the way. So I started working with entrepreneurs. This is how we met uh, my yes. first ever client, the first ever guy who paid me money, who's now on a 30 on a 30. He wouldn't be there if he had to pay me money. You know who you are. But also you do heaps of fucking hard work. Yeah, yeah. And we love you. Yeah, we love you. And yeah, you're not very, that's all you. But yeah, yeah. we know what happened. Yeah, yeah. So uh, got paid the first ever thousand bucks. And man, I was just a PT. And back then I was about peak performance because I was just trying to fucking help. And I always thought it boiled down to self-love, but everyone always had some other bullshit answer. And so I had to go and test all the other answers because I didn't know. And so I run my first ever program. It's on uh, actually on my 25th birthday. Uh, decided to start running because it's actually the second birthday I've worked because kind of, it's exciting. I love what I do. You know? <laughs> so I know, yeah. right? So uh, it was at Sydney Uni and like a bunch of the medical people showed up that I dropped out from because I posted on Facebook and oh, a bunch of people. I started cold emailing people on Facebook. I've, even, I've emailed 3,000 people personally on Facebook trying to get leads, man, because I didn't know how to build my business. And so I started working with entrepreneurs and the company name was still Thymos Australia. But then it became clear to me that what I was really doing is I wasn't running a business. I was running an experiment. Now that I'm retired, I love running business, but I am not a good person at running a business because I just want to give everything away for free. Mm. And so I suck. Now that I'm retired, I'm awesome. <laughs> because um, there's other people that can do those bits you know what I mean because I'm just like no nah, we're pretty sure we should give this away for fucking free yeah. and so the business started to change and I started working you know just by going on offense and sending people emails and just being like hey entrepreneurs need mental health too and just like I managed to get speeches and I was just watching so many YouTube lectures about business how to generate leads how to run like, I just had no idea I was spending all the money I was investing in the business investing in more like wisdom, like more mentorship. And we just, I just paid to go to all these programs to try and meet these people. And then I realized I didn't want to help people in business because mm. there's mm. more to life than money at all. Yeah, I've got to see it. There's mm. more to life uh, than money at all. And so I knew it was self-love. Mm. And so then I had this decision. I knew the work was different for the masculine and the feminine at this point and the flow as well. That wasn't that door wasn't open yet, but it is now. Mm. And I decided to work with women because when I was a PT, eighty percent of my clients were women, and I reckon women are awesome. Mm. And so why wouldn't I work with women? And so I spent two years running this business. It was it used to be called MJ Fitzpatrick. I still own the domain, and I was MJ in the way that Beyonce, is Sasha Fierce, or you know, whoever your favorite rapper or whatever that is, like they have that persona that they wear when they're at their job to perform. Well, for me, it was it was never off. And that's why my job was so hard. It was because only when I was around my wife could I rest because everywhere else I went, it was me. Mm. Now it's not. Now there's belts and teeth. Like there's all this structure. Whereas before it was just me sitting across the room from someone and uh the business grew. Uh, we hired our first person, Bubba, who still works here today. Yes. Uh, and he was awesome. Big shout out to you, man. And we just had the most fun working with women because it's all, it's just like working with Michelle. You yep. just get to basically rock up and just be like, hey, I love you. And they're like, oh yeah. You're like, you should love yourself. They're like, oh yeah. And you're like, <laughs> okay. And there's more to it than that, but it's just so <laughs> magic because it yeah. just feels like when I look back now, there was just 
the masculine acknowledgement of you're fucking brave and awesome mm. and that and just the love and the, like women women were so happy to receive me and i like women would just read my website and reach out to me and be so good students mm. so i worked with women for two years and i basically learned you know something we did together that there is this place inside yourself where you can let it all go and come back to emptiness and mm. from that place true magic is possible Mm-hmm. And I'd seen this happen over and over and over again with women. And these two other things that happen with women amongst the many things I learned from them. One is that I worked with probably, I'll just say a handful of women who will sometimes would get labeled in destructive masculine culture as the dark side of the feminine. Mm-hmm. I do not like that terminology. I think we should delete all of that terminology. And I want to just double click on this because there's very few times in my life, I've run 5 million experiments behind our work. There's very few times when the data is 100%. The data is 100% trust and self-love, anyway, amongst other things. Mm. When I worked with these women, 100% of the time, 100% of the time, some masculine person had done something horrific to that human being. Every time, every time. And so I started realizing I just got this one-on-one education of sitting across the room and the table from women of the full brunt of what the patriarchy can be. I just sat in front of hundreds of women, spoke to thousands of women, spoke to about a thousand women on the phone, read thousands of form, just so uh, vividly because I would feel along with these people because back then I didn't know how to facilitate. I would just show up and try and love and hope it would work. And it did. Woohoo! Love all the way. <laughs> And we had to learn these things about our values, but it was always flow. And then the second thing I learned from women is how to listen to my intuition so well that you start to listen to nature as your intuition rather than just yourself. And I was at a point in the Blue Mountains and I'm sitting by myself and I'm doing all these things I've learned from women and I'm looking at this canyon and the canyon says it's time to go and work with men. Mm. We close the women's business down. We're still MJ Fitzpatrick. And then I start working with men. This brings in you and you and we go on this huge journey where I realized by about halfway through 2020, for me, it started about the end of 2019, but about halfway through 2020, I realized that we and me, we were all contributing to try and help this peace timeline move forward. But I realized that I was here at least scientifically to do something unique. Mm -hmm. And there's stories of, you know, people who've had, you know, their fingers on the keychain when huge consequences either way. And it really, that felt like me that I showed up to work every day because I could tell I ran out of new sources. I ran out of people who were alive today that I had access to that I could learn from. And I realized, oh shit, I've just stepped off to where, oh no, I, it, it's not, I'm going to prove something wrong. I've dropped out of med school and I found something. And that was even more terrifying for me because it means I've got to be on this podcast. And not got to be, but like, I am here. <laughs> and so we eventually always, and I'd always said the MJ Fitzpatrick's thing.com's a fucking phase. It's just because it is me running the programs and building the business and doing all the things. And I was in the driver's seat, but I knew it had to change at some point because I'm, well, first of all, I'm going to transition. It's going to be really hard to have people learn if I'm not here and it's mm-hmm. all on me. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to open up our brand to other names. But at this point, we were still masculine only. We were still always thinking until literally probably six months ago, we were always just going to be masculine only. Yep. And then because we listened to our intuition and because our culture is awesome, we realized it's bigger than that. 
How can we only teach self-love to the masculine? What we needed to say is I needed to go on a journey. I needed to work with the feminine. I needed to work in business. I needed to work with school kids. I needed to work with the masculine. I needed to feel it all come back in the end to realize, oh no, we're one community with three portals. Mm. The portals of the divine feminine experience, the portals of all the feminine goddesses, beings, all the jaguars, all the dragons and everything else. We have the portal for the masculine, men of peace, this idea that if we can all get enough masculine people to take responsibility and cry in rooms with other men, if they're brave enough to do that, all the wars will finish in two centuries. And I don't know what's more masculine than finishing warfare. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's the men of peace portal. And then our third portal, which is still being built because we're live feeding and we're so happy, is the portal of flow or the portal of the unicorn or the portal of the rainbow, which is all those people who don't feel like they want to be fucking masculine or feminine. And good! Mm. And so we've been in this half phase mm. the entire time we've been in COVID. First of all, we were never intended to be a virtual business. We innovated like that because of COVID. Mm-hmm. We are always, was, always intended to be a physical space where somewhere mm-hmm. you have physical community. We all felt in COVID, we need physical community. We need other people. Yeah. Now that lockdown's finishing in this country, this is opening back up where we've just today gone for an inspection for well, something we'll keep secret. <laughs> <laughs> and so massive things are coming because... Mm-hmm. Once we let go of MJ Fitzpatrick, we went to Operation Agape because we were like, we just yeah, want to spread self-love. We ran off, this is how you know our culture. We ran Operation Agape. We had to get this whole political, cultural thing for everyone to sign off. Holy shit. Then we, we signed off. We started running Facebook ads as Operation Agape. We spent less than $2,000. We saw all the comments being, this is a fucking cult. This is a fucking cult. This is a fucking cult. And we killed the name. Yeah. <laughs> We'd worked so long. We'd got merch. And we had to kill it. Yeah. Agape means unconditional love in Greek, just yep. FYI. And so the next one after that was legitimately blank blank because yep. we didn't I was know what our name was, that we needed to keep running our business. Yep. We didn't want to say our blank fake blank. name anymore. So we were just like, okay, fuck it. We'll just be blank blank for a bit. Yep. Sure. After blank blank, we went to Spiritual Fire Club, mm. which has been really fun, which is what a lot of people mm. would identify the name as our community of now. But yeah, the, that was the name of a community that was only ever intended to be masculine only. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't know when we named that that it was supposed it was going to be like that. Mm. And so what I would love to say to everyone, and this is kind of our announcement podcast, and just to make all of this start to make more sense, because you know, at the end of this year, we're going to be running Moonfest, which I think by the end of this year will be the best festival on the planet. But we'll just <laughs> we'll see. We've got to get a record and stuff like that. We're gonna hopefully be having physical spaces. And in a decade's time, mm. everywhere there's black belts, there's a gym. Everywhere there's black belts, there's a physical space. Because mm. why would you learn all the things that you're learning in your life right now when you could learn them from a liberated black belt mm. as well as whatever other qualification there is? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. We're learning jujitsu at such a ridiculously rapid rate because there's no mm. ego in the way. I am commentating myself getting slaughtered by Dinos on the mats yep. as it's happening. Because <laughs> I'm aware that it's, it's happening. Crazy. I know I can't win and I'm just commentating how much he's... Because yeah, we're having oh. such a good time. It's like, oh, he's on my neck now. Oh, yeah. now I'm depleted. Now yeah. I've got nothing left. I'm breathing and I can just feel him getting started. <laughs> right, now he's creeping up towards my neck. Oh, yeah, this is cool. Oh, cool. you thought you passed my guard. Yeah, and I, was you like, oh, I was well, so you happy. Did, and then I was... I was like, dude, you've almost ripped your own shoulder out in this yeah. process. You need to oh, be careful. I ripped my own shoulder and I thought I'd passed your card and just ended up in the guillotine. I was like, great, story of my life. So 
this idea of the peace timeline comes mm. from this idea of there's only two fucking timelines of the future. We go extinct or we survive for n number of years, potentially millions in complete synergy and harmony with this cosmos. Those mm. are the two fucking doors. Pick. That's why we're the peace timeline because this is serious mm. for us because this is our full-time job. We need to hustle because in a minute, Dinos has to go be on a huge meeting in about an hour's time. Sam has to go hold 30 men or 20 men in a quarter of a million dollar program yeah who've showed up (laughs) right we've all got stuff to do we all live our lives but we really believe self-love is the answer yeah we really believe self-love and the answer we know we're for sure not the first one to Mm -hmm. get to that answer yeah and so we're just here to offer an open hand and an open heart and to just really try and help people who want to go hard in the pain and eventually we will have a free 28-day program and there's just so much stuff coming yeah. But we just want all the community to know, especially the people in our community, the sisterhood and the brotherhood, mm. any members of the three, like all the unicorns or the flow, mm. we are the peace timeline. Mm. We are a place for everyone. Everyone will be welcome. And by the end of this year, we'll have a festival with the whole community and everyone mm. else. Mm. And it's going to be more epic, dope stuff like that because we love you all. And thank you all so much for being here before we were the peace timeline. Mm. And I'll just say, finally, for us, the peace timeline started you know, in that moment when we're out in the water on the 26th of Jan in Invasion Day and our water left the land and we were all in the ocean and then we got to put our feet back on this land and be welcomed by someone with blood ties to this land. Mm. That's whenever our, that's when we became the peace timeline because mm. that's, you know, I feel like I'm able to walk on this land now. Mm. So for mm. everyone back home, there'll be more coming. We'll explain it all. We love you so much. Welcome to the peace timeline. And I fucking think I've sold myself into coming back. Like that bloody thing that happened on New Year's Eve. All right, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. All right, you, you run, man, because it's 6.30. Oh, you okay.